0: We are booting. Thank you for tuning in to Boothin. This is a freestyle-oriented podcast, which relies on narrative storytelling uh, to weave a thread, which is eventually tied off in the format of a Off the Top of the Dome rep. Um, I'm recording the first half. After the second half, I deleted the first portion of this podcast uh, by accident, but also, I really wasn't pleased with, um, you know, how I uh, addressed what's going on in the world. It was a little bit egocentric, um, you know, a lot of me, me, me. And I think maybe the last thing people read, read, people need right now is a, uh, you know, another white guy somehow injecting uh, himself into the narrative. Uh, That doesn't mean I'm not an ally. I stand firmly uh, with the protesters, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, But uh, again, I've just had a lot of difficulty in terms of social media, so many conflicting opinions coming from people uh, who I really respect. Um, You know, do I do Blackout Tuesday or not? Is that uh, drowning out the more relevant information. Um, you know, do I put footage of the protest because I think it's important to show some of the police brutality that's gone on? Or, you know, is that footage going to potentially be used uh, similar to Hong Kong where uh, people are being, you know, persecuted for their participation? Um, it, it, will I be adding to the re traumatization? um of you know people with PTSD uh people who have um you know suffered within the, the system of oppression that uh, our country has kind of not kind of but has been built on from the jump so uh please don't mistake my silence for um you know for something it isn't Uh, I I am an ally personally, professionally. Um, However, I do not think social media is who you are. And I don't uh, agree with some of these lines of thinking basically that like if I'm not, you know, tweeting a certain way or Instagramming, you know, a certain uh, way that I am a, you know, blue lives matter. Uh, Police brutality, empathizer. I think there are ways to enact change in your personal life that don't require um, the avatar we put online. Now, if that's what you're doing, again, everybody has a right to speak their mind and to be the person they want to be. Um, And I respect that. It's just I've had to make a concerted effort even before all this went down to try and distance uh, the social media addiction that I've been harnessing since I was a kid. So, um, you know, this is just, um, kind of the, the perfect storm, uh, but I don't know if, um, you know, our country, uh, could have ever, um, found a different path, you know, uh, not meaning, I don't mean that these things are unavoidable. I just mean that this reaction is appropriate and, uh, honestly, um, modest, in comparison to uh, the other end that has kind of invoked this reaction from our country as a whole. So uh, I did just want to say that to address, um, you know, again, this whole thing isn't about me, but I have felt a lot of um, guilt for my social media or my lack of social media. It's just important to, uh, you know, remind myself that, uh I have other avenues of expressing myself and this podcast is one of them um anyways now that that's kind of uh put to the side um feel free to reach out if you want to um maybe uh, create a dialogue or uh affect my way of thinking uh I'm always open to viewpoints just reach out to the booth line at nine one zero seven one eight forty four forty two uh We're going to go right into it because, you know, this week's been difficult for everyone, especially more difficult for people, you know, on the front lines of this, uh, this movement. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the booth line and, uh, we're going to keep this one short this week. I know I still, um, had to inject, you know, some me 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 at the top of the show but this st- podcast is um you know ultimately my story and how i'm kind of navigating the world so um it would be disingenuous to not uh speak wh- you know about what's on my mind now again however you're processing what's going on um you know that's you have every right if you are disgusted with me for not using certain hashtags or posting things, you know, that's, again, that's your right. And, um, you know, you got to live with yourself, right? Uh, so, anyways, I just wanted to make that clear and uh, a more succinct introduction to what I think is a really good question coming from the booth line. That's 910-718-4442, 910 718 sound hounds out there uh y'all on nights uh you know reach out if you have a question a comment and concern i'm gonna go ahead and open up this here phone line uh for what we're talking about today
1: hey y'all y'all uh long time listener first time calling in or, or reaching out um just wanted to ask a quick question i know you had mentioned uh your profession uh you put it out there for all the listeners so we know that you're an educator I was just curious, um, is it difficult as an educator to keep your personal bias on subjects out of the classroom? Um, just saying as how you kind of have to be that that uh, neutral, so to speak, party, um, just to offer you know uh, education without enlightenment? It'd be hard for me personally, especially in the climate uh, we're in today. I just wondered how you handle that when uh touchy subjects uh pop up in the classroom. Um appreciate it. Uh also on last week's episode, um I died with the suggestion uh y'all for one and one for y'all. <laughs> so shout outs to your boy uh for, for that. Um had me had me cackling. Uh love you man. Uh talk to you later.
0: Bye. All right. Thanks for reaching out, J D. Uh, That is a good question. So is it difficult to keep personal bias out of the classroom? Initially, yes. So I started teaching middle school in 2016, fall of that year. Uh, It was an election year. It was a very uh, tumultuous election to say the least. And, of course, if you know or remember uh, anything about being, you know, 11 to 13 you are starting to find your own identity, but still a lot of people are kind of parrots for their their parents. Um, And so I had a very, very strong desire to not be like some teachers I had in the past. Uh, I had a teacher in high school who looked one of my best friends in the face and told him he was going to hell because he was Mormon. Tried to ridicule him and make him feel small because of some of their customs. Uh, and she must have been a, she must have felt tiny to try and you know squelch a uh, an adolescent, um, personality the way they were raised, uh, just to make herself feel bigger. But I don't know if it was just to make herself feel bigger. It's that some people never find that line between the personal and the professional life, and if they do find that line, some people feel like. Uh, by not going full tilt, 100% maximum overdrive in support of their belief system that they are, you know, uh, by reining it in a little bit, they are supporting the other side. They are misguiding people. They are, you know, not saving minds or souls. Um, And I knew that I did not want to be that person. Uh, She really pushed me away from, or, you know, there are many things, but pushed me away from that type of belief system. And uh, it even, a kind of, in a knee-jerk reaction to being in that kind of school, uh, I was like a very vehement atheist for a stretch of time. One of those unbearable, uh, you know, the god delusion-toting kids who was just trying to uh, dissuade people from their belief system. Again, uh, pretty pretty uh it makes me groan i'm embarrassed to even say it but it's the truth um but i was a kid or you know i was a teen which is a kid but uh still you know i was not an adult trying to do this um <clears throat> so pop back up to 2016 i just had worked 3 years teaching english to adult immigrants and there was a very open sentiment against donald trump because a lot of the students I taught were undocumented workers, and I stood with them. And that's just my belief. Uh, You know, I did not agree with the ideology uh, that he was putting out there, the scare tactics he was using. So I felt very strongly, it it was a part of my identity professionally then, um, because I supported the students I had as human beings. And to not um, you know, to, to openly, I guess I didn't have to be political, but it felt right. These were adults. Um, and I'm sure some people might have disagreed, but it, you know, I had uh students, you know, lose uh family members in ice raids, you know, it gets uh, their families torn apart, and so I felt very strongly when I started teaching middle school. I really had to dial back and realize, you know. Kids are kids, and they parrot the opinions of their parents most of the time. Uh, middle school is a unique time because you're kind of starting to uh you know as your parents kind of give you um, a bit more free reign in your in your personal life, uh you're trying on different hats, you know different uh outfits, you know personality wise, different friend groups, cliques. um I think that's you know the most uh changes that you'll see and you know uh personality occurred during that time because people are still trying to figure out who they are i didn't want to be like the teacher who um was cramming her bias uh down our throats because it wasn't effective and i don't think you know ethically it's uh, or i don't it's not ethical to to do that um so Although it's difficult, I wanted to change the way I thought, you know, within the workplace, within the classroom to find a more subtle and nuanced approach to teaching. Uh not saying that it hadn't been done before, but then I had experienced in my uh more you know, rural uh public school and, and Christian school experience. And I had some great teachers. Like, this is not throwing all those teachers under the bus. They're just a couple bad apples. So, um, I, you know, never tried to tell kids what to think because a lot of times they still are learning how to think for themselves. In fact, even though I teach English, uh, what I really teach are critical thinking skills. So... By remaining neutral and trying to teach students, um, how to actually think about things, I think that's the most effective way to actually have education with enlightenment. I know you mentioned, uh, you know, that education without enlightenment enlightenment is kind of what we think of, but, um, you know, cause the fear is like, you know, a kid goes home, you know, my teacher said, um... Everyone who doesn't support the protests is a racist, right? Then you're in hot water, you know, whether or not there's, um, you know, weight to what you're saying or, I mean, you know, that's not enlightenment. That's just um, meeting an opinion and trying to beat it out of a kid with brunt force, ideologically speaking. Uh, I think you can have education with enlightenment. But that comes from teaching uh, students how to how to how to think about things, not what to think. Uh, What I mean by that is we can give a toolbox to students that enable them to, you know, build a structurally sound foundation uh, for their identity Instead of telling kids you know what they need to think, I think by teaching them uh, you know how to think critically about things ranging from literature, uh, you know media, social media, news consumption, things that people tell them uh, that you're enabling them to find their own footing. Uh, and I think it's a much more effective way, uh to make a equitable classroom. Now what what that doesn't mean is it's not like I just stand on the sidelines. Uh you know, obviously there's no bullying, uh there's no belittling students based on appearance, belief, uh things along those lines in my classroom. I don't stand for that. But that's not a bias. That's the necessity of creating a safe classroom. That allows for students to think for themselves um also if somebody says a lie it's not biased to tell them they're wrong i remember you know uh telling a student for example they were saying obama was a muslim who uh you know and uh, that kind of line of thinking and again it's not biased to say um you know hey that's that's not true that is just uh a fact and You know, there's a difference between letting a student know a fact um, and, you know, if you have a good administrator, they will – you're not going to get in hot water for that. Uh, But if you say, oh, well, you know, that's what your parents think and they're stupid and I'm so much smarter and that's why you have to think like me, obviously that's not going to get anybody uh, where they should be, need to be, or where they want to be. Um, So I think, you know, by – offering a neutral environment meaning not um telling kids what to think they'll naturally uh go towards a more reasonable uh you know conclusion um you know rebellion is inherent it just runs through uh you know being a kid and so um I'm not going to help anyone by telling them what to think And I struggled with even bringing up the fact that I'm a teacher on this podcast um, for, you know, I don't want to say fear, but I didn't know how I would talk about things or what type of language I would choose to use. But I think, you know, a lot of people have questions like what you asked, JD, and I gladly will answer them. And I'm trying to lean more into that aspect of myself, especially now that I'm, you know, I think this is my lifelong profession. This is my seventh year teaching. And um, you know, initially I thought it was like a stopgap between uh, the place where I was and the place where I wanted to be. But now I'm realizing, you know, it is uh, a, an important part of my identity that helps pay my bills, and I think can help make the world a better place. So I hope that um lengthily kind of addressed your question. Uh, but yeah, of course it's a little bit difficult, but it's much better in the long run to um to uh, get out of your own way. And uh, I think, you know, kids are a lot smarter than people give them credit for. Um, And so, you know, by creating a safe learning environment, uh, I think kids will make the reasonable choice, you know, in terms of uh, when they're being an adult down the line. So, thanks for calling in. Again, if you have a question, uh, reach out to the booth line, 910-718-4442, boothandpod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the content here, please rate and review uh, in the Apple Podcast app. Uh, Be sure to follow the podcast if you're using Spotify. I'm not going to ask you to post it to your socials this week and I'm not going to post this week's episode uh but I felt like you know there are some things I needed to address um please you know open up the dialogue uh help me you know help me see your viewpoint feel free to reach out cuz I'm not saying I'm right I'm just saying those are my feelings about a set of stuff and, um, I'm always open to, you know, uh, moving the goalpost, uh, around my, uh, mental field. You know, I, I'm always looking to, um, to view things from a different angle. So feel free to reach out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get the instrumental going. This has been a tough episode. I know, uh, I said that a couple times, so, uh, thank you for bearing with me and, uh, you know, next week, maybe we'll be back to our, our uh, lighter tone, but I don't want to put a fake front out there. This is who I am. This is Boothin. This is an extension of myself. So if you're here, uh, you know, you're riding with it. So, all right, let's get it going. It's y'all, y'all. Boothin Podcast, episode 31. been a tough week but still we're here education with no enlightenment that's not what I'm offering I see kids fighting their environment I can't speak for your experience, but I understand that some experiences cause caused so much pressure and your upbringing is so crooked that you feel deliriated as you stare at the reality and your perception is hella twisted and they try to tell you that what you're thinking isn't gifted. Brunt force ain't the answer. Trying to teach with a bias kind of like trying to heal the mind where the body's riddled with the cancer you gotta think for yourself you gotta question what you're getting off the shelf check the expiration date for your lines of thinking i ain't a psychologist but when i speak in terms of these bars i guess i kind of am shrinking the essence down to the presence they gotta ask me if i'm listening what i think or believe by not shoving my beliefs down the throats of everyone who opposes that i meet I'm just trying to do me, and you just got to do you. So I'm going to live how I live, you're going to do what you do. I know that sounds like a simplification of how I'm trying to shape and mold a generation of critical thinkers who question everything. And if they don't find a sound conclusion or reasoning behind a belief, they replace it with something on which they can stand and be sound. A foundation on which they can live, eat. Breathe, sleep, keep on moving forwards towards a happier existence, this is my persistence. People trying to ask, well, they don't ask. People trying to tell, so you gotta yell, you respond, you match all the volume and they ain't hearing. A yelling match just leaves two throats. <laughs> so if you sweat in the atmosphere, then just look at your own coat. man. I know that sounded kind of corny, but this is a wormhole that I'm going down, and now I feel the storm is on the other side. Astro projection, trying to get my collection, trying to cure the infection, riddling all our country, but it really ain't something I know how to solve. And if I throw money at the problem, will it solve it? I gotta just enact change in the way that I see it, I... Understand why people feel how they feel as well as I can I ain't in your shoes, but I am a human I'm a man, and I respect what you're feeling, but I know that I can't speak to your experience specifically. I mean I, I mean I just feel pain for you. I don't know uh, These are tumultuous times so I had to hit a couple lines of tumultuous rhymes. I got to Break down pennies for thoughts. Inflation leading me to drop dimes. Wisdom for free speaking, leaving listeners geeking. Even if they don't always agree with what I'm saying, they know that I'm spraying truth to the best of my ability. I grew up in a trailer, really ain't nobility. But this ain't no woe is me. Had a loving family, never was discriminated for the color of my skin. And honestly, I came up rapping, imitating who I admired. You know, initially, Slim Shady, but whatever. Uh, hey, but now rhyming is just a viewpoint a Vantage, a kaleidoscope through which I see my existence. And now I hope to reassemble the pieces of my being for you to get it. And if you don't get it, I hope you don't forget it. And when you listen, I know you won't regret it, but no acceptance speech is needed, cause the calamity is the fact that there are people who are innocent who are no longer breathing. There are cops who don't respect the fact that they're dealing with human beings, so I just guess, um, I'm trying to see through the nonsense. Uh, no exceptions. This is acceptance. Ideologically you are gonna get rejected if you come in my classroom and you offer disrespecting. Neutral ground. Neutral territory. Education. No enlightenment. That ain't what I'm offering. This is not the offering. I don't need 10%. I need you to go all in. Think for yourself. Look at expiration dates on thoughts you got from the shelf. I said it once before, but I mean it more than ever. More than ever. So both All right, I got to run it back. Run it back. <clears throat> hey, 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 hey. I'm trying to keep my composure, but this song is all messed up. I look at reality, find the rhythm in between the beat as I see the news and I wonder who's the composer. Sometimes it feels like technologically we're advancing, but as humanity progresses, you know, emotionally, intellectually and affectionately we're frozen. And I know that's a lot of syllables to try and cram in between the samples but when it comes to thoughts i got handfuls at night running through my head laying in the bed trying to watch the news put my phone down but i gotta cruise back to stream unicorn riot because there's people out there fighting for what they believe in and i'm feeling like a coward <sighs> ducking my problems like howard but people know what they don't know or don't I guess it's perplexing how this odd thought comes inside of the intellect of the country your so-called intellectual but really it's just a disease, it's an infection I don't know where you came from but judging by the trajectory of this nation I see where we're going and honestly I thought hell would be frozen before it ended up like this when I was younger and less aware it's hard this new cycle is the mirror in which we stare, seeing our imperfections, glossing over the details, realizing the rejection of the police state that tries to control what you will or will not be, cannot see the future, but one day they'll probably have us for thought, crowns and computers, Minority Report, Dublé and Tandre, cruising like Tom Way, even if I'm a giant like Andre. I'm trying to drop a couple pounds, but this stress got me eating, and I'm looking towards my old waistline, hope I ain't repeating, even if I ain't defeating progress, I'm walking miles while I'm trying to parse apart the concepts, I didn't feel like I expressed myself as well as I could have in this episode, but I got the best of myself, and the best of the listeners, and I guess when I spit, it's kind of been glistening, so... I guess I wear a mask when I'm in public because sometimes I spit when I talk and I don't want to be the cause of this trouble or infection or disease or the death of someone that I love or someone I respect or someone that I don't. I don't want to cause harm at all so I guess that I'm standing at the top of this waterfall. They say flow like water. Hong Kong been protesting for a while. I guess we ought to look to them for example because when it comes to these protesting methods they got these handfuls. The integration of the old me with the new me ain't an OG, but I keep it low key because they're trying to tell me that I'm causing this chaos inside the universe, like low key. Uh, Booth and pie was a thing that wasn't a thing 30 weeks ago, now I bring this pseudo scientific knowledge that you probably oughta think is. The artist, calmest demeanor. People gonna tell me that I came up kind, but I had to get meaner to find myself between where I was, where I'm going, who I am, who I'm gonna be. Understand what I don't stand on the ground, but I hope people don't stand their ground too much more. These laws are persecutionary. So the rhymes I spit are cautionary. If you ain't gonna hear this, every tale that you breathe like oxygen. Get in the mail. These bad news are kinda like spam mail We toss them in the trash Just read the headlines and let it pass But we're tired, we're fed up We're trying to stand For something once again I know this freestyle's empty gesture Like an emoji But It's what I got I'm trying to speak my piece peacefully Somebody in my county got fired for expressing opinions on social media, so I'm just trying to walk a fine line, but the opinions they were expressing were the lesser, and I hate to say lesser, I mean lesser thought behind it, and intention wasn't measured, cause they didn't realize they were trying to terrify the treasure, treasure meaning identity, or how people feel, so I guess, you know, you are who you reveal, so I stand behind what I said, I stand behind what I didn't, (sighs) I mean... People say live without regrets, but you ought to look back at what you regret and try to not let it affect. You know. I, what I'm saying is, you know, learn from mistakes. I don't know. Whatever. Boothin. All right, thank you for listening to the Booth and Podcast. Right now and at the top of the show, you have music produced by Larry Jetson. Remember that name because you're going to run into it down the line. Prior to that, we had a freestyle instrumental produced by NK Music. Thank you to RJ Hauser for the show artwork. Thank you for bearing with me this week. It's been a really weird time. Uh, you, again, feel free to reach out to the Booth line at 910-718-4442. Email boothandpod at gmail.com or DM me at boothand underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram if you want to continue this dialogue off air or if you have a question you want addressed on air. Um, Thank you so much to all the sound hounds. Again, I'm not posting this episode on social media and I'm not going to encourage you to because I know this is a really weird time, but I needed to say what I said. So, you know, thank you for bearing with me. And I think we got a new outro now. That's uh. Y'all for one and one for y'all.